0: Here it goes. It has to be done. We have to talk about this stuff. We can't ignore it. It's actually happening, and it's it's beyond horrific. It's beyond imagination, but uh, we have to deal with it, and we have to know what we're up against, and we have to support our brothers and sisters in Israel as they do everything they need to do to eradicate Hamas, to eradicate uh, these barbarians from the earth. They are so... and. I just, I, I can't tell you how fully I support them and how mystified I am by the public reaction here and how they're trying to put, tie the hands of Israel behind its back, make them tie their hands. Uh, <clears throat> horrific news stories of Hamas attacks in Israel surface, including rape of beautiful woman with face of angel who screamed to be killed by Ronnie Reyes, New York Post. A beautiful woman with the face of an angel was raped by 8 to 10 Hamas terrorists in Israel on October 7th, while another tragic victim was beheaded with a shovel while trying to defend herself, a stricken survivor says. Yanni Sedan, a 39-year-old father of four, told the UK Sunday Times that he is still haunted by the horrific scenes he witnessed at the Nova Music Festival, when the Hamas fiends slaughtered at least 364 festival goers, including the gang-raped woman who begged to be killed. I saw this beautiful woman with the face of an angel and eight or ten of the fighters beating and raping her, recalled Sudan, a foundry shift manager. She was screaming, stop it already. I'm going to die anyway from what you are doing. Just kill me when they finished they were laughing and the last one shot her in the head sedan said he witnessed the gruesome act after pulling over him the body of a slain woman who had also been shot in the head and smearing her blood on himself so it looked like he was dead as well i will never never forget her face he said every night i wake up to it and apologize to her saying i'm sorry sedan and he sedan said he eventually joined others who had fled the site, and hid in trees and bushes. That's when he witnessed two more Hamas gunmen attack another young woman who is resisting being stripped, he said. They threw her to the ground, and one of the terrorists took a shovel and beheaded her, Sudan told the UK outlet, and her head rolled along the ground. I see that head too. Sudan's story is among the latest testimonies against Hamas, accusing the terrorist group of orchestrating mass rapes during the October 7th attack that left more than 1,200 dead in Israel. Hamas has denied the allegations of sexual violence, though Israel defense forces claim that captured terrorists have said they were ordered to dirty or whore the women, according to the outlet. While investigations into the alleged sex assaults were initially hampered by the lack of physical evidence, As rape kits were not used on the survivors and corpses recovered within the first 48 hours, authorities have begun to get a clearer picture of the horrors, including rapes in recent weeks. Israeli forensic teams who examined the bodies of the dead said they found multiple signs of rape, torture, and other atrocities suffered by the victims. There also have been more than 1,500 heart-wrenching testimonials. We saw many women with bloody underwear, with broken pelvises, broken legs, broken pelvises, broken bones. A volunteer worker named Shari at the Shura M- Military Morgue told the Washington Post. Shari, a 60-year-old architect from Jerusalem, said the opening of body bags from the massacre scenes was beyond traumatic. They were all young women, most in little clothing or shredded clothing, and their bodies bloodied, particularly around their underwear and some women shot many times in the face, as if to mutilate them, she said. Their faces were in anguish, and often their fingers clenched as they died. Uh, unbelievable. Some bodies we took out had pretty pink or bright purple nails, and we would all pause at that point. Many of us just broke down. Officials noted that some of the bodies that arrived at the Shura facility were so badly mutilated that it was impossible to collect evidence of sexual assault. The Haim, uh, I'm sorry, Haim Amazangen, a senior member of the Zaka Rescue Services, a volunteer group that has collected the bulk of the dead so they may be buried, said Hamas crimes were evident from the Israelis' remains. It was clear they were trying to spread as much horror as they could to kill. To burn alive, to rape. It seemed their organization was to rape as many as possible. Israeli police are building cases against Hamas terrorists who committed sexual acts, sexual assaults on October 7th with the goal of trying the gunmen for rape. Along with the Israeli investigation into the rape claims, the United Nations, after nearly eight weeks of silence, has launched its own inquiry into the sexual violence Hamas is accused of committing. There are numerous accounts of sexual violence during the abhorrent acts of terror by Hamas on 7 October that must be vigorously investigated and prosecuted. The United Nations General Secretary, Antonio Gutierrez, said in a statement, gender-based violence must be condemned anytime, anywhere. Well, they finally got around to it. Is that sick or what? And I believe it. I believe it. I know it. You know it. And if you look at this, is how this is how they operate. This is how they have operated. And we have to have one of those, uh, what do they call it, a national conversation. We have to have a national conversation about Islam. I don't know much about it. I need to learn a lot more about it. And I am told that, uh, oh, it's just the extremist elements. Well, okay, I'll go with that for now, but uh, sometimes I'm not so sure about that. Sometimes I'm a little bit confused, and I'm seeing some, but we have to, uh, I know I've been told a million times, and I'm sure it's true. I'm sure it's true. But I need to become uh, better aware. You know, there's a very powerful essay uh, floating around in in, in certain circles about Europe and its slide toward basically uh, Sharia law and the thinking there from public officials that, well, hey, if, if this is what the people want, this is what the people should get. Well, you just heard the horrors that are going on over there and how our administration says Israel is the problem. Israel. This is Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense. He was a high-ranking officer during the Iraq War, by the way. I'll have more to say about Iraq. We haven't, um, but listen to this. Uh, Cut 28, please. Cut 28. This kind of a fight, the center of gravity is the civilian population. And if you drive them into the arms of the enemy, you replace a tactical victory with a strategic defeat. So I have repeatedly made clear to Israel's leaders that protecting Palestinian civilians in Gaza is both a moral responsibility and a strategic imperative. Well, I trust Israel. And Israel has said they're doing what they can do to minimize uh, and reduce the number of civilian casualties. But there's only so much you can do in war. And there will be collateral damage. We're experts in that. We invaded Iraq. All right? You know how many civilians died because of our military action in Iraq? Nobody knows the exact answer. I've seen estimates from 300,000 to a million, and I remember pretty well. There's not a lot about the Iraq War I don't know, actually, having been there, having been opposed to it before, during, and after, and uh, getting thrown out of uh, <laughs> I was got thrown out of a friend's home because they thought my position was anti-American. I was an anti-American. I was anti-dumb wars, actually. And they tried to accuse me of not supporting the troops. How about that one? This person who never served in the military, and that's final, by the way, if you never served. It doesn't really, more now than ever before, it's important. It is civilian control of the military. And they used to use that as a weapon. Like, you know, if you, uh, you can't say anything about it unless you served in military. Forget that baloney. Forget that so we kill uh, <clears throat> hundreds of thousands but nobody really made such a big deal about that now why 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 is there such a, 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 a an outcry an outcry about the civilians in gaza but almost none almost none during the iraq war campaign it was pointed out by this left wing group or that group or that group but you didn't have the mainstream media particularly losing any sleep over it and now that's all they can uh, all they can talk about here's kamala harris telling israel one of the greatest militaries and countries ever to uh, how they should be defending itself. <laughs> this is a uh, I mean, this is like out of uh, out of a cartoon. This is this is like the theater of the absurd. Cut. Twenty nine. President Biden and I have also been clear with the Israeli government in public and in private many times. As Israel defends itself, it matters how the United States is unequivocal. International humanitarian law must be respected. Too many innocent Palestinians have been killed. Frankly, the scale of civilian suffering and the images and videos coming from Gaza are devastating. I have spoken with members of the Palestinian, Arab, and Muslim communities of America, including those who have lost loved ones in Gaza and American citizens who were injured and evacuated from Gaza. It is truly heartbreaking. All right. I, you know, I, I just that what's heartbreaking to me is that this imbecile has a platform and has a position and has a job where she can lecture Israel on what to do with this at this moment.